So we are off to a bit of a late start for November, the November theme, which is, you know, the Thanksgiving type of movies, the grub-a-dub-dub, let's eat commentaries, people. I'm still not sure what I'm going to call this series of these editions for this month, but I feel like as long as we get it done, you know, the, the, the titles or the subtitles can come later. But, um, you know, people, here we are about to finally, you know, dig into this cornucopia of the comedy and carnage for the most part. I just want to get right into it. And I'm going to say something that is, uh, I'm not saying it's controversial. Y'all know I'm not a shock jock of any kind, but y'all know also I have unpopular opinions. I'm going to say something that is a very unpopular opinion, but I hope that some like-minded folks out there share the sentiment of what I'm about to say. Tell us from the crypt. This was what? Season four, episode six. What's cooking? This is almost undoubtedly the best episode that I've ever seen. In the Tales from the Crypt TV series. Now, granted, there's a lot of episodes I have not seen. Um, I actually do want to catch up on this. I think one of the last episodes I saw had Lance Henriksen playing. Um, it, it was like some type of deranged poker or Russian roulette game or something that had to deal with his gambling problem. I think Lance Henriksen's one of the most underrated actors of all time. I was just watching Jennifer Eight and I had no idea he was in it. Made the movie that much better. But the last Tales from the Crypt episode that I caught up on was the one with Lance Henriksen, but out of all the ones I've seen, you know, you see Joe Pesci here, you see Ernie Hudson there, um, you know, John Kassir even pops up in the Oil's Well That Ends Well episode with Lou Diamond Phillips and so on and so forth. You see uh, Timothy Dalton and Beverly D'Angelo and Werewolf Concerto. It's so many episodes, so much great casting throughout this series, man, but this, this has always been the one for me, man. It's something about these, I guess, regular quote-unquote people getting accustomed to butchering cooking and serving human flesh man y'all already know the zombie subgenre scares the shit out of me it's the idea of being eaten alive by these people that used to be human whether you know them whether you don't it's it's very fucking morbid to me it scares the hell out of me low-key but the cannibal side of shit this is one of the reasons why this this is how we're going to jump this week off i feel like i'm going to overcome one of my fears which is um you know cannibalism but i feel like we'll do it in a in a happy-go-lucky comedic type of way because there is a lot of obviously tales from the crypt is meant to scare you it's meant to embed stories and images and you know outcomes into your brain but it's you're going to have a good time and that's one of the things i always loved about the tv series now i think one of the scariest things about the tales from the crypt series is that opening that opening is fucking terrifying man i don't i listen you can argue me down about this i don't know if there's a more terrifying a scary spooky opening for a horror tv series the only one that's up there um and a lot of people might not understand when i say this but the people that grew up with the you know with the network and the tv show know exactly what i'm talking about when i say the only thing rivaling the opening for tales from the crypt is are you afraid of the dark absolutely fucking terrifying man i don't know what it is but that just from you know the opening sequence the opening shot of that empty canoe on that shore that's we're not even going to talk about it, people, uh, but what's cooking? Tell us from the crypt. Directed by Gilbert Adler. Now, I'm not sure what else Mr. Gilly here has done. Oh, he was he was producer on Tell us from the crypt Demon Knight. Good shit for him. Producer on Superman Returns. I, you know, I've got some gripes with that movie, but overall, it's not a terrible Superman film, so that's good to have on his resume. He's a producer on Constantine. I'm not... I don't remember anything from Constantine, but he directed one episode of Freddy's Nightmares. 
Um, shout out to my boy Johnny Zuko, man. We did a watch along for the pilot episode of Freddy's Nightmares. Funny as shit. He also did. Um, he directed Bordello of Blood, another Tales from the Crypt thing. He did uh, an episode of Charmed, an episode of Fam- Fantasy Island. So he's a TV credits type of guy, which is good, man. But Bordello of Blood, if we're on the subject of Tales from the Crypt, I think Bordello of Blood, while it is not a great follow up to something like demon knight i do think bordello of blood is a is a lot of fucking fun if you guys have not seen it it is a wild it's a wild vampire movie there's there's tons of women there's tons of topless uh vampiric women is is the vampiric a word i don't know if not we just made one but Corey feldman's in there dennis miller's in there and the chick that plays the lead vampire in bordello we're not gonna talk about it but this cast man we got the core four basically plus one. This is not a very big cast. It's a really contained segment for the most part, but I can appreciate that because it makes you get more invested in the characters. You got Christopher Reeve, recipe shout out to the late great Christopher Reeve, Superman himself is in this movie. Bess Armstrong, Art LaFleur, Judd Nelson, and Meatloaf, recipe shout out to Meatloaf. Um, and it's funny because you know they're they're the two leads here, Christopher Reeve and Bess Armstrong. They're no strangers to the genre, man. This isn't their first rodeo with the genre. Actually, um, I'm not going to say it's not their first. I'll say it's not their only because I'm not sure what years the movies I'm about to mention came out. But Christopher Reeve was also in um, John Carpenter's Village of the Damned remake. I am not a fan of that remake at all. Um, I'm not saying Christopher Reeve was bad in that movie, but I'm saying they had a cast that was stacked from top to bottom and the movie surrounding it was just bullshit. It was like one of those just it was so generic and just so disappointed overall best armstrong you know if you want to talk about disappointed overall i'll give village of the dead no i won't i almost said i'll give village of the damned a pass but i will not give it a pass uh because at least seeing best armstrong in jaws 3d was entertaining village of the damned was just very boring but jaws 3d is one of the worst fucking shark movies of all time with one of the worst shark movie effects. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. That fucking wind-up shark that was in 3D that was going towards the glass. But Bess Armstrong is in there. She's in there with Dennis Quaid and Leah Thompson and Louis Gossett Jr. Um, uh, Judd Nelson, I want to say Judd Nelson was in a horror movie or a thriller called Cabin by the Lake or some shit like that. I can't really remember, man. But And, um, you know, obviously John Kassir is going to, you know, take, you know, He's going to bring us in and he's going to take us home as the Crypt Keeper, obviously. But people, this is, um, I couldn't find this anywhere um, as far as the whole series goes. So I went on YouTube and I got to shout out the YouTube channel that uploaded this. Um, what is this? CryptTube Incorporated. I see what you did there. But uh, yeah, I got to shout them out for sure for uploading this whole episode, man. But this is on YouTube. Um, and if you guys are looking for it to watch along, it's the title says 4K Tells from the Crypt What's Cooking. Then in parentheses it says S4 Episode 5. Y'all know what that means. But um, people, nonetheless, man, let's kick off November's themed commentary and let's get some grub a dub dub in our stomachs, man. You know, whether it be you know, vegan, animal, or in this case, human. I, you know, they even make... I'm sorry, they make the food look good at some point in this restaurant. And I don't know what that says about me. Probably um, doesn't even matter, people. Let's get into this commentary for uh, Tales from the Crypt, Episode 5, Season 4, What's Cooking. I will hit the play button in 3, 2, 1. Oh, this will be doing... Oh, yeah, definitely shout out to this YouTube channel because they went as far as to upload this with the classic HBO intro. 
Like, y'all remember these from, like, Friday night, Saturday night, when you knew it was going to be a good-ass movie or TV show? God, I remember this shit. This is like Beetlejuice. This overhead shot right here. Oh, my God. My, my nostalgia button has just been triggered. Y'all know I'm jamming, right? Because why not? This shit, I should spoof a segment, like a talk show segment or game show segment and just use this music because this shit, world premiere presentation. God, man, like, look how, look, just look how illuminated and just beautiful that was, man. It looks like fucking Moonwalker. The following program contains material that may be too intense for some viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Okay. Wait, that was, uh, I, I guess that was the disclaimer? Okay, now we in, we in the game, people. We're in the intro. This is... God, this fucking intro is just... Everything you need in your life. It really is. The music's great. The music in the episode is great, but the theme music for Tales, the Tales from the Crypt TV show, like, come on now. So let me ask y'all real quick, because I'm looking at all the spider webs and how dilapidated the inside of this crib is. Would y'all rather stay the night here or a hall house? This staircase always scared the hell out of me, too. I would rather, I'm not gonna lie, I would rather spend the night here because I'd rather sit, sit up all night and listen to this creepy motherfucker tell me stories um, than risk demonic infestation. Keeper is ugly. <laughs> Woke up looking like that girl that you took home from the bar the other night. You finally sober up. It's disgusting. I used to have this Crypt Keeper. Um, it was like a Crypt Keeper figurine, and you, uh, I think you pull the string, and it talks or some shit like that. Alright, we get it. We get it. You need a fucking... Um, you know, like, who has the best puns out of Freddy Krueger and the Crypt Keeper. It's a real Epigorean delight about a nice young couple who find the restaurant business a little hard to swallow. Yeah, damn. Every... How long does he work on these routines, man? What's cooking? I like this intro, man. I like this music. I like just the introduction of these characters. But it makes no fucking sense, though. This, I never got it. I know it's within the world of Tales from the Crypt. But they only sell squid in this restaurant? It's, it's, it's unheard of. 
I've never had squid before. I don't. I don't think I would ever try it. it looks disgusting. She's just so fed up. Precision. Their DP was John R. Leonetti. Their director of photography is the guy that did Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Go figure, yo. Colonel Harlan Sanders back in 1956, right? A chicken restaurant, Colonel Sanders. You must be mad. Yeah, because it's chicken. You know, people, chicken is is universal. I don't think squid is. Squid is nice and all, but maybe a little diversification would be good. Ask you anyway, Gaston. You're just a drifter, for Christ's sake. What do you know? Well, I know this much: that anybody can become a drifter if they try and sell somebody something that they don't want. Now, I have this recipe for barbecue. Barbecue? Any idiot can do barbecue. <coughs> Not my barbecue. Yeah, because you're well, fucking you're insane. You know, Judd Nelson, you could tell he was going to be up to no good the moment you see him, because he just looks like that. He just looks like the guy. Now, Art LaFleur here, I always, I'm sorry, I always used to think that him and Bo Star were the same people. I don't think I could stomach Squid McMuffin today. I'd have been like, well, come back and pay for that coffee, motherfucker. Ugh. Let me guess. Squid. Hey, I'm sorry for what Fred said before. Well, the man's a visionary. Bess Armstrong looks like she could be related to Frances McDormand, I think is her name. The chick from Darkman. And Fargo. Well, maybe it's like you said, he has a vision. Uh-huh. You ought to leave him. And come live with me, I've got vision too, you know. Okay, Drake. Oh, that's sweet. There's definitely some shit Drake would say. You should leave him. I got vision too, you know. She showed him the gun because she's like, listen, you push up on me, a married woman again, and I'm gonna, you know, you're gonna be the first target. I like how that electronic carver, the way that that's working, kinda is like it wants to be in tune with him cutting these carrots here. I don't know if that was on purpose the way they did it or what. Mr. Chumley is dressed like a loan shark you don't want to even be involved with. I'm wrong. But last week, did we or did we not have a conversation in which you agreed you would deliver into my hands yesterday the three months back rent that you owe me. Hmm. Three months? Something along those lines. And what day is today? Is today yesterday? No. Today is today. <laughs> I hate that fucking line. And do you know how I know that today is today? Because if today were yesterday, 
I have a check in my hands. He's like, so tell me why yesterday ain't today, tomorrow. It's like, it's like we get it, man. Damn. in your heart to give me a little more time. Um, can I get you something to eat? No. The only thing that I want from you is my money. Well, I, I could write you a check. But you ain't got it, right? Then I'm going to be back tomorrow with an eviction notice and a new set of locks. And I'm going to do it today because tomorrow ain't yesterday or today. Lousy Damn. That was the last straw. You fat son of a bitch! <laughs> you can't do that to me! Chumley was scared as fuck, boy. People were probably watching this like, oh my god, Superman hurt somebody? I'm sorry, man. I really like the music in this uh, in this episode. I really do. And first of all, he made himself look like a super suspect. He's like, Mr. Chumley, I'm sorry. I got this knife in your face. Are you all right? Like out in the middle of everybody. Come on, man. Hi. Hi. Hmm. Well, you're sure in a good mood. <laughs> Wearing perfume? Well, I was walking home and all of a sudden I felt kind of sexy. You're home late. What kept you? What's the matter? Mr. Chumley stopped by today after you left. It's not as bad as you think. Really? I don't know if they did that on purpose because it just dawned on me. Like, his name's Chumley, uh, you know, Chum to the Sharks type of thing. I don't know if that was like. We take some of that money. I don't know. We buy a whole ton of pork. It's the other white. Oh, shut. Just shut up, Fred. You should be thinking about how to keep us off the street, not how to put us even deeper in debt. I've given you every penny I have, and I've got nothing to show for it. What are you supposed to do? I don't know how to give up. I listen, I understand her frustration. You know, I want to sympathize with him. You know, we want to live our dreams and be entrepreneurs, you know, as men. We do. But I definitely I understand her frustration because she's like, yo, like you with these. It's been long enough with these schemes, not schemes, but, you know, with these pipe dreams and shit. But honestly, if you find a woman that'll stick with you through those said pipe dreams and go through the fire, then I'm make us some coffee. you know, hold on to There's it. No point doing that today, Gaston. We're being evicted. Fred and Irma's is history. This is terrible. Is it really? You don't seem too upset. Listen, you can get the fuck out and go to McDonald's if that's the case. The beginning of the end. Steak and eggs sounds great. He's like, when the fuck did we get steaks? 
want to say anything because I was afraid that you guys would tell me not to. Um, but you know that barbecue. Judd, listen, man. In this, Judd Nelson looks like a demonic Pee Wee Herman, yo. Sorry. Recipe shout out to Paul Rubens, but he he. It's just it's his eyes and his nose and the way his face is put together. I ain't angry. I'm starved. Mom, let's throw one of those babies on the grill. You know what? I hope you like it, officer. It's been specially cured. It's a secret old family recipe. Oh God. Ah, that smells good. Oh, oh shit. Listen, this, this shit is gold, man, because it's like the moment they start cooking human flesh, people start coming in from, from around the neighborhood. Like, these two ladies, I think, are about to walk in, and they're like, oh my god, what is that cooking? It's amazing. It's, it's so fucked up, man. Judging from what I saw in that car, He's walking around. It's a miracle. Damn. You know, cook that, Irma. I like it nice and rare. Ugh. Whatever you've got cooking on that grill smells incredible. Throw it on to me, would you? Make that two of them. Don't even ask what the what type of meat it is. Don't ask what's in it. Just throw one on. Yeah, I'm not doing that. He just don't care. He just using Mr. Chumley's handkerchief like it ain't nothing. He don't care. Can I have a word with you, please? I don't like like Gaston is ooh, he is one of the characters of the century. That's Chumley's handkerchief. Where'd you get it? He gave it to me. You're lying. I can't believe you. I do you a favor and you call me a liar. It's cause you tried to style your hair like Gao from Street Fighter. Here's your steak. If you like it. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Oh, could y'all imagine? Like, there's no going back after that. It's like that episode of South Park where they, I think the, I think the adults got snowed in and they had to eat Eric Roberts. And, and you know, I think the mayor was like, "We're cannibals. We can't go back now." How do we live with ourselves? Oh. No, there's more back It's going to be a busy morning, man. Bring some out front for me, please. Sure thing. Mr. Chumley, listen, Mr. Chumley must have smelled that good. It's okay, man. I understand. Damn. It's the most customers they probably got in six years. Oh, poor Mr. Chumley. Oh, Ugh, he just took a big ass chunk out of his ass. Jesus. Christopher Reeve's reaction right there is priceless, yo. The way his hand shakes while he's like covering up his face, he's just, he's mortified. He's like, what is happening? Get a grip. It's a dog eat dog world out there. And we're all just different flavors of alcohol. They don't keep the door open long, no spoil. 
Jesus, man. I'm I'm out of there at this point. I'm out. God, look at all those people. Oh, all those people just—it's human flesh. Drew all of them in. And look at that lady. She's like, oh my god, this is so good. Christopher Reeves just looking like you people are fucking disgusting. And even the wife is eating it. Oh, oh my god, man, it's just fucking ridiculous. We must have made fifteen hundred dollars today. Well, this is what the restaurant business is like. Yeah, people love oh. flesh, I guess. Well, you know, it's... you don't like making money. Gag Shut up. You're a genius. How'd a guy like you ever end up on the streets, huh? Well, you know how it is. I run a bad luck, and there you are. What do you do though? Like when you find out, like, oh my God, we've been eating, we've all been eating human meat. What? do you do like you just literally have to become vegetarian at some point probably immediately after i would never i wouldn't even eat slim jims again and i love slim jims couldn't do it god damn he's yo they had so many customers mr chumley is just stripped to the bone like it's just his head left Oh my god, his whole body is just, it's just skeleton. I'm gonna call the cops. And what are you gonna tell him, Fred? That I killed your landlord because you owed him money? There's not a whole lot of motive in that. Mm. And besides, you're the one that attacked him with a knife last night. And there were lots of witnesses, all those guys that live on the street. Oh, oh the way he pulled that knife out. Why, why would you put your fucking fingerprints on it? Your wife did that. So, you're going to keep your mouth shut, aren't you, partner? Uh, no, I'm just going to kill you. Partner, 50-50. That sounds fair to me. I mean, hey, I'm the one that has to supply all the meat. All you have to do is cook it. However many ways you want. <sighs> I got a little surprise. Judd Nelson, I mean, he's... He was a piece of shit in Steel. Like he's always an asshole in a lot of different movies. Probably not so much lighted up. But um, I you know you think he's an asshole in Steel with Shaquille O'Neal, but then you go back and watch his role in this. He is psychotic. They made enough money to get a new paint job on the outside, new sign. Look at that line wrapped around the block. Got new interior design. They got the outfits to serve the customers and shit. Human flesh pays well. Uh, it's, 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 it, this is insane. They got new servers and waiters and shit. Oh god, it's 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 insane. Schwarzberg? He's a restaurant critic for the Daily Bugle. Do you know what that means? It means we're a hit. It means he loves us. Really? Is he Fred? Yeah. 
your dream come true. It's exactly the way you wanted it. We are all going to be filthy rich. <laughs> yeah. Guess we are. Oh, uh, yeah, he's about to, oh, he's, he, he, he caved in. He's like, well, maybe it can't be that bad. It's just people. And look how Gaston's behind him just looking like, yeah, eat it. That's it. Ew. It's no going back. Then it's like you're serving human flesh. You're cooking it doesn't matter. Like what what if these people had a disease or something? You know what I'm saying? First of all, that guy's mullet. He he looks like that dude that dude who just had that mullet. I kid y'all not, he looked like that dude from Terminator 2. Fuck you, you little dipshit. Joke of the millennium right there. Hey, we got a break on your landlord. Seems there was this metal in the blood sample we took from the car. Very unusual alloy. Came from a brand of knife they don't make anymore. We're checking the company's records. See who they sold it to. I bet we ID the killer any day now. Oh, good for you. Don't look at, don't look at Gaston. Y'all are all a part of this now. The only person who's kind of innocent. I can't blame her for eating the food. She didn't she didn't know that it um she didn't know that it was human meat. But Norma you know, she did she didn't know any better. She's the only innocent one. Gaston ain't shit. Fred is going along with it, being an accomplice. What the hell type of gun is that she had? A Walter Walt PPK. <laughs> that is their best day yet. What's eating you? Say that. You hear me? Don't say that. He's like, that's the Jeepers Creepers tagline. I don't want to hear that Victor Salva shit. I'm going home. Oh, he upset her. But, you know, she, she doesn't know. You know, she doesn't know. And you, you do feel bad for her in that moment. But they all, by the end of it, they're all crazy as well. You're overreacting. You heard what Phil said. They're onto it. We've had it. Well, maybe we ought to think about putting Phil on the men. He's a cop, for Christ's sake. Listen, why don't you just go That's on? something they never went into. Um, I'm going to clean up. Who, who were the other bodies that supplied the meat? That is um, that is that's terrifying to think about. Like where where did he you know I, I feel like it's best if you don't you don't see shit like that because I'm not gonna lie to y'all man um I was just telling my sister a couple days ago I still haven't finished the Dahmer series you know we're talking about people eating people I still haven't finished the Dahmer series. Uh, it's 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 too it's a slow burn but it's so uncomfortable. Been... What do you think he's been doing every night that he stays at the restaurant late? 
I saw him the first time. When he and you knew all this time, and you just now saying something? I promised to keep his secret, but I can't do it anymore. I'm scared for him, Irma. He knows the cops are on to him. He told me tonight that he's going to kill himself. He took your gun. <laughs> he's so dramatic. She's like, I love her facial expression. She's like, did this motherfucker just kiss me on the cheek? We ain't cool like that. Fred, you here? Back here, Oh, okay, you waited too fucking long to swing that skillet. Could have just night-nighted his ass. I love that. How his hand just sizzled on that. We're gonna do things my way. And I say you're gonna blow your fucking brains out. Murder, suicide. Gaston is a prime example of dudes that's like the world is mine once I got a gun in my hand but other than that he's a bitch oopsie you said Fred was gonna kill himself using my gun Fred knows I never put any bullets in my gun. Boom. Never. I won't let her. Thanks for the phone call, honey. You got here just when you said he was. He knows his wife and she knows her husband. Love it. Gaston's like, come on, bro. <laughs> I think it sounds downright mouth-watering, Fred. <coughs> I'm starving. It's already hot. No! 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 Oh, God. They should have did him how, um... You know, how they did Pookie and Jason Goes to Hell and just put his face in the, in the deep fryer. Woo! Yo, he turned the back of his fucking head. Like he hooked like a, a faucet thing up to his oh Crip Keepers disgust him. Uh, okay, alright, goddammit. Ugh. It's just probably just brain matter goo coming out of there. That's just, oh, God. 
All right, all right, buddy. We we understand. Oh, people. I listen. I I'm mad that it's over so soon, man. Um, let's just get right into it, people. I feel like this this is a nine and a half out of ten for me. Like I said, it's the best Tales from the Crypt episode for me. What I wanted to jump off November's you know Thanksgiving themed commentary for. Um, the only reason I can't give it a 10 is because this should have been a feature length film. I believe, now I know that the Tales from the Crypt movies were very, they were, um, what am I trying to say here? They were, you know, they were over the top. They were, uh, way more fantasy driven, you know, demons and vampires and monsters and all of it, you know, magical keys, mystical keys with, with blood inside of it. You had things like that. This was more along the lines of reality, uh, which makes it scarier for me. There's one of the reasons I feel like it should have been a feature length film. That's the only reason I can't give it a 10, because by the time it's over, it's like, damn, I want it more. I wanted to see how crazy, how much crazier Fred and Irma were going to go and what happened after they killed Gaston and cooked them up. Did uh, did the cop, you know, did the officer stick around and stay on their team long enough Did they have to end up killing him? I think this this shit could have been a, a, a trilogy of movies to keep it all the way a beam, man. And shout out Gilbert Adler, man. I think the score in here is great. Like I said, the the outcome, the comeuppance for the, for the character Gaston is is fucking great. I think it is it is like the idea of it is just so twisted, man. The fact that you know Fred was so just shocked and taken aback by the fact that Gaston was was cooking Mr. Chumley like the restaurant's booming because they're eating human meat but the fact that Fred you know he eventually flipped sides and he started to eat the meat himself and that or himself and that's why I said I wish I could have seen how much crazier they would have gotten Irma she was along for the ride she wasn't really doing anything wrong but at the end of it she was just as fucking crazy as everybody else I don't know maybe it was the meat Maybe the meat had ultimately made them crazy. And I love how Art LaFer's character comes in and he's like, I developed this taste. It's like he loves the, he loves the fucking meat they're serving in there so good. He doesn't care if people have been being murdered and if this human meat that he's eating. He's like, listen, fire that bitch up. I need VIP reservations here on Saturday because I'm bringing the wife up in here. She needs to taste this meat type of thing. I think this concept could have went absolutely crazy. But given the time frame that all these Tales from the Crypt episodes are, they kept it pretty, like I said, they kept it pretty contained with these characters, with the setting. There's really only two locations. You know, there's uh, uh, Fred and Irma's apartment and there's the restaurant. So they they kept it pretty cool, man. And I think that even if you would have did this in three parts, like three whole movies, you could have kept it contained the way it was in this one. You know, I don't really need a whole bunch of fancy locations and all this other shit. I feel like this is something that should be revisited, man. And it only fuels my hope for when they do scary stories to tell in the dark part two which you know the the director of the first one and the director of last voyage of the meter said part two is in development i hope that they do wonderful sausage on screen because that is the closest i'm going to get to you know revisiting this you know classic tales from the crypt episode was cooking man again shout out to gilbert adler um he also wrote this script along with al Katz and william m Gaines. so shout out to them too shout out to that loud ass train that passed by rest in peace shout out to christopher reeve and meatloaf shout out to best armstrong art lafleur judd nelson and john kassir for being you know everybody's favorite storyteller around how i mean all year long but 
especially around the holiday seasons, man. Shout out to him being the Crypt Keeper people. But uh, y'all already know, man, where to go. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Spotify for podcasters. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And last but certainly not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Like I said, we got a slow start. We got off to a slow start this month, people, but we back in action with the November-themed commentaries. Like I said, we got some comedy. We got some cannibalism. We got some carnage overall coming for the rest of the month. And, um, it's going to be a good time, man. Is it going to be as entertaining as October was? I don't know. Depends on how the movies play out when I watch them again. There's probably, you know, looking at this list here, there's probably easily, I'm going to be completely honest with y'all, there's probably three movies on this list that I watch regularly. And one of them I haven't seen in quite a while. So, you know, I'm not going to spoil them. I find as though when I don't announce them, and I say this all the time, when I don't announce them to y'all and I just get the shit done and just get out the content for y'all, I feel like it works a lot better because anytime I'll be like, yeah, man, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. I sound like fucking Cheech when he was outside of, um, you know, the, the, the titty twister from Dustle Dawn where he's like, we got black pussy, white pussy. Like I, I sound like him just, you know, giving a list of all the shit you know, putting all my eggs in one basket type of thing. I feel like that those bad juju into the in, into the, the, the atmosphere, man. I don't know what it is about it, but I don't know. If you guys remember, you know, I said it on the live stream on RNZ Live a couple episodes ago. I did say, or probably the last episode we did, I did give my whole November lineup, I believe. Uh, and I did change some things around. I know I changed some things for December for sure. And I've been, listen, man, I've been planning out uh, January, February's theme, March's theme, uh, April, May, June, uh, everything up to July, I've, I'm trying to plan a theme and have shit in between there. So we'll see how it pans out, people. Hopefully it pans out good, man. But y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.